This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. If you've paid any attention to Facebook as a company, you know that it's controversial. There are privacy problems, misinformation problems, Mark Zuckerberg problems. But there's one particular problem that's getting talked about a lot lately. Facebook is way too big. In fact, the company has gotten so dominant over the years that the government is suing Facebook, accusing it of having a monopoly over social networking. And they want to see Zuckerberg unwind big purchases from the past, like Instagram and WhatsApp. But amidst all this talk about illegal monopolies and being too big, Facebook has been quietly making a bunch of shiny new acquisitions. Um, Mark Zuckerberg is buying a lot of companies. That's something he has done throughout history at Facebook. Big companies, small companies. He's going out and expanding Facebook some more by acquiring lots of companies that are specifically about what he now calls the metaverse. We've learned a lot from struggling with social issues and living under closed platforms. And now it is time to take everything that we have learned and help build the next chapter. Because the future is going to be beyond anything we can imagine. Mark Zuckerberg made a big, splashy public announcement, said we're changing the name of Facebook. It's no longer Facebook, it's Meta. From now on, we're going to be Metaverse first, not Facebook first. But more important than that, we've already got 10,000 of our employees working on this. We are going to spend more than $10 billion this year, 2021, on this effort. And we're going to keep spending that for years to come. Facebook can afford that, but it's still a very large commitment that's signaling this is very important to us. We're going to spend a lot of money on that. So is Facebook just buying its way to a new monopoly with the metaverse? Recode's Peter Kafka is here to explain. So, Peter, who is Facebook acquiring? Can you name a few companies? Uh, there's a company called Within, which makes a uh, workout app for virtual reality called Supernatural. Uh, other companies include Unit 2 Games, which makes something called Krata that helps you make games. Big Box VR makes virtual reality uh, games for Facebook's Oculus goggles. These are all deals he's done this year alone. And maybe it's worth pointing out, too, that Oculus itself was an acquisition. Yep. Facebook paid $2 billion for Oculus a couple years ago. It has been spending money on Oculus for some time without a lot of success. It now thinks it has cracked the code and is getting ready to make this metaverse mainstream. We've heard that before, so we don't know that that's actually going to happen, but they believe they have finally cracked that code. Got it. And we also don't know a ton about that vision. We don't know what the metaverse will look like. We have a vague rubric to go off of. What do we know? The metaverse is an idea originally coined by Neil Stevenson, the science fiction writer, in 1992. The sky and the ground are black, like a computer screen that hasn't had anything drawn into it yet. It's always nighttime in the metaverse, and the street is always garish and brilliant, like Las Vegas freed from constraints of physics and finance. Your avatar can look any way you want it to, up to the limitations of your equipment. If you're ugly, you can make your avatar beautiful. 
If you've just gotten out of bed, your avatar can still be wearing beautiful clothes and professionally applied makeup. You can look like a gorilla, or a dragon, or a giant talking penis in the metaverse. Spend five minutes walking down the street, and you'll see all of these. If you've watched a, a television show or a movie that deals with cyberspace or the internet, you've got some idea that's sort of, it's a virtual world that you inhabit and, and it has persistence, meaning things that you do there stay there and be, you can buy and sell goods and interact with other people and maybe do your work there. Um, some people think this is really good. Some people think this is a dystopian future. It sort of depends on which science fiction movie or TV show you're watching. I think maybe the optimistic one would be Ready Player One. Maybe the super pessimistic one might be The Matrix. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'd point out that Ready Player One, they inhabit this metaverse and their actual reality is is terrible and dystopian. So I'm not really, I don't think that's particularly positive either. You know, there's probably somewhere in between. You could also argue there, there's a version of the metaverse we're using right now, which is that you and I are interacting via the internet. Uh, we're seeing each other in real time. Um, this is all stuff that seemed fantastical two decades ago, and now it's reality. So it's, it's I would guess as a hedge bet, the metaverse is going to look not quite the way science fiction writers and maybe Mark Zuckerberg imagine it, um, but not quite as awful as we imagine it right now. And one more question about the big picture of the metaverse. Facebook isn't the only company trying to, to, to build this idea, right? Right. There are a lot of people pursuing some version of this. If you if you think of the metaverse pretty broadly as including virtual reality, that's where you're sort of in a fully created computerized world. Augmented reality, where you're strapping on goggles and looking at the real world, but you're also getting a computer overlay on that. Uh, it involves gaming, which obviously exists now. It involves lots of things. So there's lots of folks tackling this. Microsoft is working on, on this technology. So is Google. They've been at it for some time. Um, Apple, we believe is going to have some kind of goggles coming out next year and then maybe a more refined version in a few years. Then there are lots of software makers like Roblox and, and Epic Games, the company behind Fortnite. Um, lots and lots of folks want a piece of this, or at least say they do. But for now, Facebook, the company now known as Meta, we still think of it as a social network and we think of it as being too big, too powerful. And the government thinks maybe some deals like Instagram and WhatsApp need to be undone. Yet Facebook is buying up more companies. What's their thinking here? The government's thinking is that Facebook illegally built up its position as a social network by either buying companies or burying companies. They would either acquire the company they thought would be a threat, and that's like an Instagram, or they would crush them. And they're going back and saying, deals that we approved, that the government approved back in 2012, in the case of Instagram, 2014, in the case of WhatsApp, we were mistaken. We shouldn't have allowed those deals. We'd like to basically unwind them. We want, we want Facebook to sort of get rid of those companies, make them separate companies. The commission's requested relief includes unwinding Facebook's prior acquisitions of Instagram and WhatsApp and barring Facebook from engaging in additional anti-competitive practices that have helped to dominate the personal social networking market. Facebook says that's a bad idea. Also, you approve these um, and you're wrong. That said, Facebook has slowed or maybe even stopped acquisitions in social networking. I won't say this out loud, but tacitly, that's an acknowledgement that they're not going to mess with the government while they're being sued for, for an antitrust suit involving social networking. They believe that when it comes to other technology, chiefly the metaverse, there is no dominant company and they're free to go ahead and acquire whoever they want. So when you asked Facebook about this we'll call it a tension between acquiring new companies versus facing the government scrutiny. What exactly did the company say? 
They say, look, we have a lot of competition. We cannot build the metaverse alone. I'm quoting them right now. Collaboration will develop as creators and experts will be critical. And this part is also crucial. As we invest in the metaverse, we know that we face fierce competition from companies like Microsoft, Google, Apple, Snap, Sony, Roblox, Epic, and many others at every step of this journey. So that translation there is, we can't possibly have a monopoly. Look at all these other big companies we're competing with. Well, where has the FTC been during all of these more recent transition and what has the agency been focused on? So the FTC has this lawsuit they filed against against Facebook. They filed it last December uh, in 2020. A federal judge threw that case out this summer and said, you really haven't proven that, that Facebook is a monopoly. Try again. Uh, the government has tried again. They've, they've amended their complaint and refiled that. So that suit is ongoing. In the meantime, they have also signaled that not only are they displeased with Facebook growing itself through these large acquisitions, but they're going to scrutinize smaller acquisitions, not just by Facebook, but by Google and Apple and other big tech companies, um, sometimes referred to as acquihires. They put out a, a, a document this fall analyzing like 616 small acquisitions that don't get reported and, are, and, and don't receive regulatory approval. They don't need regulatory approval. And the signal there is, hey, not only are we going to watch the Instagram deals of the world and the WhatsApp deals of the world, but we're, we're going to start scrutinizing some of these smaller companies. Now, that's not specific to Facebook or the metaverse, but to me, and I think lots of other folks, it's a signal that the government is going to be, would like to be more aggressive about looking at some of those deals. I did ask them specifically about Facebook's VR and, and metaverse acquisitions, and they did not respond to me. I, I don't think that's unusual. I don't think they're talking to a lot of folks right now because they're suing Facebook. Is there anything stopping the government from just stepping in and saying, hey, Facebook, you have to slow down or take a pause on these acquisitions? There really isn't law on the books that says we're going to prevent you from growing dominant in, in an industry that doesn't yet exist or that you don't yet have dominance in. Um, we can go back and say you've, you've become too dominant. We want to stop this. But since the metaverse doesn't really exist, most people think it's pretty hard to prevent Facebook from buying its way into the metaverse. The government is considering bills that would really hamstring Facebook and other big tech companies' abilities to do acquisitions, period. But even those laws are focused on preventing them from growing in areas they've already established dominance in. Even if some of those bills pass, Facebook would say, okay, okay, we're not going to buy any more social networking companies, but we can still build the metaverse, right? I mean, the metaverse doesn't exist and we have all this competition. So, Peter, what's stopping Facebook now known as Meta, from just buying its way to a whole new monopoly. Instead of social media, it would be the metaverse. I don't know that there is, and and I'm not sure that there should be. It's one of the tricky, it's one of the tricky questions, I think, about antitrust regulation and scrutiny in general, which is how do you regulate a thing that doesn't exist yet is kind of the core of it. Sort of by definition, technology is always advancing, uh, and sort of by definition, regulation and laws are always addressing things that have happened or are happening now. Um, and by definition, they're almost always kind of slow moving. They're always kind of fighting the last war. So if, if Facebook is right, if everyone is right that the metaverse is our future, it would certainly be terrifying if one company was the dominant way we access that future. I don't think anybody wants that. We would all like different ways to access that future. And when I've talked to legislators and regulators about how are you going to handle regulating stuff that's coming up now and or in the future, I don't 
really get a great answer from them. I don't think there is a great answer. And, you know, for that matter, I'm not sure that I want the government telling private companies not to go ahead and build things or buy things or experiment with things. I'd like them to be involved in, in regulating it to some degree, but I'm not sure I want them preventing it. I think that's the real tension here. Today's episode was produced by Taylor Macon and engineered by Christian Ayala. I'm Adam Clark Estes, and this is Rico Daily. Thanks for listening.